Welcome to the Life Family Church Sermon Podcast. If this is your first time listening, you can check us out on our website at lifefamily.church or on Facebook at LFC Beardstown. Now let's get right to the message. Glory to God. Well, you guys know how to praise. Wow. Glory, 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 glory. Area sukurobeshi karanesia. Ishirodu kuromesikin. There's a lost art in the body of Christ. There's a lost art in the word of faith church, in the word of faith circles. No, brother, don't talk about word of faith. No. <sighs> Call waiting on God. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form of void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved arrested upon the face of the waters. And then God said, you know, we want to wait upon the Lord. We get under, under that atmosphere of creative power of God. We can be changed just in that atmosphere. If one practices it, another practices it, we all bring together in a service. We can walk through the door and go, oh my goodness, I came here to get healed. I'm already healed. Ah! There's one place in Chihuahua, Mexico. Uh, we were during during the during the praise of worship. I used to be a I used to be a worship leader years ago when I could jump and dance. I just bounce and shake. Uh, it's not shake, rattle, and roll. It's <laughs> bounce, wobble, and go. <laughs> but uh, because I because I grew grew out of that, and God still used me in the office of psalmist. A lot of times when my time of ministry comes, it's strongest right after the praise and worship because that's where my ministry started. You got to tap into the root system of your anointing. So I'm sorry if I disappoint you that I don't preach the sermon and wait till the end. Usually when I wait till the end, I'm tired and everybody else is tired. So we just all go home. <laughs> I, wanted, <laughs> I want him healed, but can you do it in two minutes, please? Ever been there, done that? Got the t-shirt? Never. <laughs> I know you have, because I have. But, uh, no, it, right at the praise and worship, the Lord started dealing with me about a woman who had, who had cancer in her breast. She had five tumors in her breast, and I called it out. Well, the pastor's wife came up, and through the interpreter, she said, during praise and worship, it already got taken care of. She felt like five pinpricks explosions in her breast. And she went and checked it. They're all gone. It happened in the presence of God. It happened in the glory of God. It happened in the midst of God's people when we were in, the, when we were in his midst and he was in our midst. It's called a divine exchange. He gives us beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. 
Gone with praise, the spirit of heaviness. I know, I know you have, you, you, are you, you're still dealing with issues in your lungs. You, yeah. You also have something wrong in the back of your neck, right near where your, 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 your uh, I don't know what's, whether it's axis area or the neck area, but God, God, God's, God's, you're going to see that clear up. I don't know what it is, but whew. all right, amen. There's someone in here, you've been having uh, issues with your liver, your liver. And I can miss it, but I'd rather call it out and, and risk, the, risk not risk it and then someone not getting their blessing. Oh, really? Yep, Father God, right now, I thank you for Terry. In the power of the name of uh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Akura Bashite. I command that part of his liver to be new. To be new. To be new. In Jesus' name. And the effects that this has been having on his body. The debilitation. That this is hand on his skin. And other organs and other systems of his body. You will not shut down. You will be revived in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Anyway, that, that, that lady got healed. Just uh, being in the presence of God. We were a new... That was old Mexico. We were in New Mexico, and we had a, a, a friend of ours, good friend of the family. She had she had been healed of uh, cancer of the liver a uh, number of years before, but all those symptoms had come back on her. So they they, they called us over to to pray for him. Well, of course, you know, being the evangelist, excitable guy I am, had more energy back then. But uh, we got we went in there and ah in the name of Jesus I'm gonna chew on some demons I'm gonna chew on some sickness ah I was rabid for Christ. We started praying. I started praying. I started spitting. I started sweating. And bless God, she not she didn't get any better fast. Finally, I wound down because I was tired. <laughs> and truth that scripture says, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. That is the truth. <laughs> so finally, I just, I, you know, Mr. Brighthead, I'm going, I finally did what I should have done before. Lord, what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> so, down uh, is, oh. Talk about a year of increase. Uh, Way down inside of us said, just start singing. Just start worshiping. Just, just take some time just to love on me. So we started doing that. And all of a sudden, just like a fog, sweet presence of God just fell in that place. It just stayed there.
You ever, you ever, you ever been up in the morning and you, you walk out and there's a cloud bank on your, on your hill or around your home and it just kind of soaks into you? That's what that presence was like. That lasted about 20 minutes. And all of a sudden, it lifted. Every symptom in that woman's body was gone because she was in the presence of creation. She was in the presence of the creative power of God. She tapped into it. Hallelujah. Let's go in our Bibles to, uh, okay. Is this your Bible over here, sir? Okay, Terry's. Okay. All right. Psalms chapter 16. We'll look at verse 11. Before we get started, is this anyone in here that you're having pr- trouble with your tailbone? Tailbone. You too, again? Man. Psalm 1611. It's all right. We got a miracle bonanza going on right here. You have pain, you have pain in that right now? Thank you, Lord, for the balm of Gilead, for the healing oil of your Holy Spirit pouring himself through her body, that tailbone area, affecting a healing and a cure. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your healing anointing flowing through her. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Now, sister, let me ask you, right now at this moment, is there any change? Say this with me. I've got my healing. I receive it now. I am healed now. It will not be taken from me. I am healed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Psalm 16, verse 11. And you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Modern day expression, the presence of God is where you need to go to party. Not meaning to disrespect God in any way. If you ain't living in the God's presence, you're not, you're not living. Like, 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 uh, Phil Driscoll said, he is the most high God. 
In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Let's go to, to uh, John chapter, I believe, 16. There's a strong anointing here. Thank you guys for praying for these services. I'm looking for the day that the, that the knowledge of the, of the glory of the Lord is going to cover the earth. The same presence we, we sense in here right now, only stronger, is going to cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. What God did in the natural with Noah, he wants to do in the spirit. Before Jesus comes back, we're going to see the Spirit of God in full demonstration, full outpouring on every inhabited continent on this earth. That's when the end will come. This gospel will preach around the world, not the social gospel, not the, what do you call it, social crusade gospel. We got to make everything right. No, you don't. Jesus made everything right. You trying to make things right in your own strength, you're screwed up. Because that puts men's that puts men's faith in man and not in God. God never said he was a great equalizer. God said he was the redeemer. I gotta say it. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should. If certain people are found at a disadvantage, sometimes it's not up to other people to make, it, make, make that thing right. Joseph was a free man. Joseph became a slave. But in the middle of, of him being a slave, God honored him, God exalted him, God set him free. Brother Miller, you don't know what that's you know that you don't know what that's like. Maybe not to that that to that degree, but I know what it's like to work some for, for some pretty hairy employers. <laughs> you get up in the morning, well, getting ready to go to hell. <laughs> I work a job down in Texas. In the, it was hundred and five or hundred and six in the in the shade. North Sherman, Texas. Full humidity, baby. I got there, and uh, I, I was a, I was a, I was a Ramograd on the way to the mission field. And my and my employer, my the, the foreman had on the job, he was a back, backslid Baptist deacon. When he found out my background, he had a pet name for me: Preacher Boy. You know what happens when, that, when they he would say, Preacher boy! The hair on the back of my neck would stand up. And I'd think, oh my God, what's he going to do now? This is, this is a lesson. Do not let where you are in life give the attitude that people have to owe you things. If you believe God, the only thing people owe you is to love you. Come on now. I'm speaking from faith side. But man, 
I was in torment. He said, come here, preacher boy, I got a job for you. Oh, yes, what is it? He goes, yes, master. <laughs> but uh, they had got done putting asphalt on the, on the roof of this, of this, of this uh, fairly large mall. And, they had to, and he said he wanted me to clean all the boards up. So I'm outside in 105-degree weather. All, all, everybody else is inside in air conditioning. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm out there, and I'm scraping off tar and pulling nails out. And, I, and, and I'm out there uh, praying in tongues like a sailor. <laughs> you can't cuss, but you can sure pray in tongues like it. <laughs> I wasn't praying and praising. I was praying and complaining. Oh, my God, why have you led me here to North Texas to die in the wilderness? Meeting Pastor Brian has changed my whole attitude toward Texans again. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but it's like grumble, 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 uh, complain, complain, complain. And uh, finally I went to a service at my church and heard this guy preach about, pray for those who despitefully use you, persecute you. Another guy said, gripers get vipers. You want to stop getting bit? Stop complaining. But anyway, so I said, okay, Lord, I know this is your will, but it's not my will. So I went home that night, and I started, oh, I, I lived up so, so, I, I love him. I'd love to love him with a lead pipe. <laughs> I, oh, 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 I'd like, I would love to lay hands on him fast, repeatedly, and consistently. But no, I started praying for him. Started loving on him until all the animosity I had in my heart against him flowed away. Much of it was praying in tongues. <laughs> the words did not want to come to my mouth that I needed to say, so I keep myself in the love of God, praying in the Holy Ghost. Prayed for him. About a, two weeks after that, all of a sudden he comes, he comes up behind me outside and says, Preacher boy! And I'm going, man, man of great faith and power, I'm going, oh no, now what? He says, come here. He gave me a tape measure, a clipboard, and a hard hat. He said, I want you to go around to the different departments and find out what they need. Take measurements and get back with me. That's all I did the rest of the time I was employed there. Interesting side note, you know what they did with those boards? They threw them away. <laughs> but even in that state, God will bless you. God will promote you. Somebody else may think that they have leadership or, 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 or an advantage or authority over you. But if you serve them as you serve Christ... From the Lord Jesus Christ, you will receive the reward of your inheritance. Come on. Maybe that's helping some of them. Well, should I take this job or not? Well, I'll tell you what, if you don't have a job, <laughs> there's a job available to it. Wisdom cries in the streets. Yes! Uh, 
John chapter 16. I've got 10 minutes. Are you getting anything out of this this morning? Everybody say, in his presence is fullness of joy. If you can't stand somebody's presence, just go away and pray in tongues for a while and get in his presence. Get a shot of his presence, then go back. Make another run at it. John chapter 16. Verse 23. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I send you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Everybody say, my God's a giver. My Abba is a giver. It's only his will to give from me. He does not withhold from me. He gives to me. Verse 24. Hitherto have you asked nothing, in my name, ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. If you ask in prayer and receive, what's that called? Answered prayer. The result of answered prayer is that your joy is full. In his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence is abundance of answered prayer. It's right there. Hebrews says, come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help. Time of need. When are you in a time of need? Every time you wake up in this devil's world, you're always faced by either your needs or other people's needs. God said, let us make man our own image after our own likeness and set him over the list of things he set us over. Where did God say that at? He spoke it from the throne. The throne room of God is a genesis of creation. When you go back to the throne to be refreshed, you're actually returning to your origin. The very source of your existence the taproot of who you are. At the throne room, the throne room of God's grace is the epicenter of God's grace. It will never be found anywhere stronger but before the throne. And as you spend time in his presence, you're changed from glory to glory to glory to glory. In that place, he gives us beauty for ashes. I got to spend a lot more time there. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We might be trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he might be glorified. Let's go to Revelation chapter I, t- I promise you I will let you out today. If you have an oven in the, in the, in the, if, you get, if you have a roast in the oven, I promise you it will not become a burnt sacrifice. 
Uh, two more scriptures. I am because I want to keep my word. Uh, Revelation chapter 22, then Psalms chapter 1. And he showed me a pure river of water, of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of, of the street of it, and on either side of the, of, of, of the river, was there a tree of life, which bare twelve manners of fruits, and, the, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. This, 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 these trees was on the sides of the river and in the middle of the river, bearing forth much fruit, and the leaves were for the healing of the nations. You want to take another look at these trees? Let's go to Psalms chapter 1. Remember, these trees were either lying beside or in the middle of the flow of that river, in the middle of the issues that come forth from God's throne, the Holy Spirit. Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the, seat, in the way of the sinner, nor sits in the seat of the scorner. You know why we don't want to do that? Because it clouds our ability to hear from God. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree, Planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in a season. His leaf shall not wither. Whatsoever he does shall prosper. You know when you're planted in the word, planted in fellowship with God? You know where you plant yourself? Right out the genesis. Right out the source of everything you are. I'm going to tie this scripture out. If I'm, ever, if I'm ever invited back, I might finish the rest of this. I'm not asking you to, oh, no, no, no. No, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get it some other time. Well, just write this down. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Yeah. But here, here, here's what I'm going to finish up with. This is found in Proverbs 4. I'm not going to turn there. You know where it's at. You'll find it. It's in Proverbs 4. He says, remember that the throne issues out the, rivers, the river of life, the Holy Spirit. Out of your most being shall flow rivers of living water. It says, in John, it says in Proverbs chapter 4, it says, guard your heart with all diligence. Make sure you stay planted by the river because out of your out of it flows the issues of life. Out of it flows the issues from your genesis. God's throne proceeds out from you and brings life to all around. You know when Jesus uh, went to the wedding of Cana Galilee and they said, we have no more wine. I believe, I believe he gave them supernatural wine because these people were, were were, were geniuses. 
they were experts at drinking wine. And I think they got a hold of something they never got before. It was a physical manifestation of what the Spirit of God does to somebody when they're drunk with the Holy Ghost. It tasted good, and it felt a different type of bubbly. Why does God need to ferment and corrupt something to bring blessing to someone? He's not the God of corruption. He's the God of life. But uh, he told him Mary had the best instructions. Just do what he says. Come on. Go get those big old cleansing pots. Fill them to the brim. Fill them to the brim. Those pots had water in them. They took and dipped that cup in the water. It was still, it was still water when they got into the cup. When, but when they made it to the host of the feast, it had turned in the water. It had turned into wine. Here's the thing about it. It's our job to get to the river, to position ourselves, to pray in the Holy Ghost, building up ourselves in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, and carrying the Holy Ghost to the place of the need. When the water of the Holy Ghost gets to the place of the need, it will turn into what's needed. Because out of your innermost blank shall flow. Out of your heart are the issues of life. As we spend time in his presence, we're changed from glory to glory to glory to glory. And those that touch us are changed too. Amen? Yeah. Quitting. Amen. Wow. You're, you're setting a bad precedence for me, man. You're letting... You're letting them out, oh, man, before 1130. I got to follow suit now, Billy. <laughs> man, they're going to be expecting to get out of here at 1127 every t- Sunday, Billy. Man. That's dangerous. No, no. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Amen. I tell you what, I think the key word for today is, everybody say, his presence. In his presence, I'm going to preach for 20 minutes now. No, you thought you were going to get off easy. No, no, I'm not. But that just stirred me up on that because really, he said, what did Jesus say? Unless you abide in the vine, you'll bear no fruit. And we know that abiding in Christ, you know, uh, Jesus spoke in parables and metaphors and symbolism, unless you abide in the vine. What's he talking about? Abiding in the vine. He's talking about getting in his presence. How do we get in his presence? What was Brother Billy talking about getting in his presence? We take time to worship him, to praise him, to read about him. And then all the problems of life melt away. Because what happens is God's presence gets bigger in your eyes than the sickness, than the bills, than the drama that's happening in your family. And then wisdom comes, peace comes, joy comes in his presence. Amen? And he gave you a little dose of that. Billy flows in uh, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. I'm like, man, that's just so cool how everything rhymes. <laughs> you know, it all rhymed together, you know, because he's got that gift. That's, that's not him just making stuff out of his head. That's coming out of his heart. 
to exhort the church. Those are giftings set in the body to exhort, to encourage the body of Christ. And, uh, and he gave us a little dose of the presence of God today. I believe that people were healed today. I really do believe. You really believe that, Pastor Brent? Yeah, I do. If you, if you mix your faith with it, you can be healed too. A lot of times we think that it has to be, you know, uh, uh, thunder and lightning and the window shake, and then we go, okay, now the presence of God was here and, and some things happened. But as he ministered the word, people, I believe, were being healed, were being set free, amen? And we want to sow into his ministry. Billy goes out, listen, Billy goes out to the highways and the byways. He, he goes anywhere. He has an invitation. He's not... You know, well, I can't come there or I can't go there. You don't have enough people or whatever. Like some, unfortunately, some ministers do. And I understand some ministers have a big team and they have to have a budget to to come. I'm not negating that. But Billy's a willing servant. He goes and does whatever God tells him to do. You know, like he was, you know, hey, I'll pay you that check afterwards too for saying those good things at the front row. No. Like he was saying, you know, about being genuine, you know, you have genuine pastors. Billy's genuine. What you see with Billy, I think you know is what you get, right? There's no, uh, you know, persona or there's no, uh, you know, he's not trying to say something he's not or preach something that he doesn't live. And I appreciate that because you have a lot of ministers out there today, unfortunately, that they have the giftings of God so they can minister. They, they're orators. They can, uh, God has gifted them to do that. Now, they're responsible to God in the end what they do with that gift. Do they manipulate people with it? Do they pull on people's emotions with it? Do they raise big offerings with it? Do they promote themselves with it? One of these days, they're going to stand for that. That's why you can see a minister that has tremendous results, and then you hear about one day that he fell from grace and has committed adultery or has embezzled money. You're like, what, what happened? Well, the gifts and callings are without repentance. God gives you a gift to serve Him, right? And it's your responsibility to be a good steward of those gifts and develop those gifts. And so you can flow in that gift, but then you can disqualify yourself with the way you handle that gift and the way you live. You'll still have the gift. We know of many ministers today on the scene today that have you know, they missed it. They messed up in their private life. And their ministry, they can still preach. They can still do things. But their reach and their impact has been lessened because they were not faithful with that gift. Brother Billy is faithful with the giftings that God has called him to. And he's not trying to promote himself. He's trying to promote God. Amen. And I want to sow into ministries like that. And that's why we support him every month. Because he's the pure, true blue man of God who gives the Word of God unadulterated to the body of Christ. So if you want to give into his ministry, we give you an opportunity to do that. Uh, uh, today, you know, the Bible talks about if you were ministered to, we minister back uh, financially to those. Billy does not have another job. He lives by the gospel. Amen. And uh, and so we want to bless him, take care of his ministry today, and uh, just send him on his way blessed. Amen. Joyful. And so he can keep going and keep doing what God has called him to do. And he can keep, his ministry can keep producing Mike Floyd's. You know? Uh, can keep producing miracles and signs and wonders. We want that ministry to keep flourishing. And uh, as we bless him today, we believe it's going to do that. Amen? So let's pray. Father God, we just thank you. 
for the ministry gift that has come to us today. We thank you for Brother Billy and his ministry. Lord, I thank you that you prosper him above what he could ask or thank, Lord. I thank you that he has no lack, Lord, but he has more than enough to do what you have called him to do, Lord. And I thank you that you bless the giver as we sow into his uh, ministry. Father God, we thank you that, Lord, we have cheerfully given. We have given out of a cheerful heart, Father God, in a, a, a giving heart that we're going to be blessed to. It's just reciprocal, Lord. It's just the law of sowing and reaping. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message helps you draw closer to God as you walk out your faith. We'll see you next week.